Welcome everybody to episode two and our second interview with Monica Yatuma. She is an Oakland University graduate, has many, many years of experience in medical sales, including running her own business, and she worked on the Clint Kesto campaign. She has three kids, beautiful family, and now she's running for Oakland County Commissioner in District 12. Monica, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me, Cal. It's great to be here. So, Monica, tell me a little bit about what inspired you to run? How did you get into this? Absolutely. I would say first and foremost, my, my kids are definitely my inspiration. I dabbled in politics a little bit. You, you, you mentioned I worked on Clint Kesto's campaign. Funny story and true story, I, I finished working on Clint Kesto's campaign and I said never again to politics and good luck to Clint because it was, it was a lot of work. And uh, not quite the type of work that I was looking to do, but, you know, fast forward some years later and here I am, you know, because of my kids. So it started with the mandates, the lockdowns, which all started with COVID. I started noticing with the mask mandates that my kids were really uh, suffering and hurting mentally and emotionally. And it wasn't just my kids, it was everybody's kids. And there just wasn't any science. I'm very data driven. I have a medical background and there just wasn't enough data there to justify masking the kids for seven plus hours a day. So that was kind of the kicker for me where I said, what, nothing, nothing seems to be adding up. What's going on? It's slowly and slowly and slowly or slowly bit by bit. They were trying to, you know, I don't want to sound too extreme and say take away freedoms, but in a sense or in an essence, they were and kind of limiting and restricting what we could and couldn't do. So that's um, when I said, you know what, my kids can't really speak on their behalf. They're very young. So I said, I have to do it for them. And so they became my inspiration. And that's really how I got started. And that's how I started Parents Against Mandates for Oakland County. Tell me, tell me a little bit more about that Parents Against Mandates. Yeah, absolutely. So um, when I started getting involved and speaking at school board meetings and getting involved with the school and, and different organizations, I realized there were a lot of other parents who felt the same way as I did, but didn't really have an outlet and didn't know where exactly to go or what exactly to do. So we started Parents Against Mandates, and basically um, it started with a lawsuit. We were the first group to file suit back when the mask mandate first came out this year. Um, it's actually still in, it's still ongoing. It's in, going, or it's in circuit court now, but um, we wanted to show them that we were serious and we meant business. So we started with a lawsuit, and we started to just grow in size. And so the group is on um, a couple of different platforms. We're on Telegram, we're on Facebook, and we basically provide parents... Um, with the tools and the know-how to go to their respective schools or school leaders and um, just let them know, hey, this is what the science is saying and just ask questions and just get involved and basically just stand up for their kids and, and make sure that they're having a voice and being able to voice, we're unhappy with this mask mandate. What are some other solutions we can look at for our kids? What is the current situation with masks um, in Michigan for children? So um, they reinstated mask mandates for kids the day before school started this year. They actually just lifted those mask mandates um, just a couple weeks ago, actually, uh, when the kids came back from uh, winter break, mid-winter break it was. Or I'm sorry, yeah, winter break. So they lifted the mask mandates. And, you know, it wasn't really because um, of the emotional toll or the mental toll it was taking on the kids. You know, our suicide rates and mental illness is way up in Oakland County for kids under the age of 18. Um, and there was a lot of angry parents, but it wasn't really any of that that, that instilled um, the Democrat leaders to lift the mask mandates. It was really their poll numbers. They started polling extremely low. So people were unhappy and they were starting to take it out on the polls. 
And so that's kind of, that was the wake up call and that's why they lifted the mask mandate. So the mandate has been lifted, but there's definitely work that still needs to be done because uh, there's many of us, myself included, that don't see that as being a permanent solution. We see it as being temporary um, and we're kind of just on edge waiting to see what happens after this election cycle with the mandates. Monica, you you talked a little bit about how you have a medical background. Mm -hmm. You know, you understand this stuff pretty well. You're scientific, data-driven. Can you tell me a little bit about the the stuff you've been doing um, your professional life the last couple of years? Um, so uh, I, I put some years into pharmaceutical sales and I also put some years into medical device sales. So a lot of my jo job revolves around being in and out of hospital settings, in and out of doctors, uh, offices. So I'm very familiar with how insurance companies work. I'm very familiar on how um, doctors select the type of medications they choose for their patient and I'm, patients, excuse me, and I'm familiar with patient outcomes and the data that drives these doctors' decisions. And so a lot of my decision-making skills come from data, from science, from facts, because that's how we draw conclusions, right? We can't, it's dangerous to just guess. So, and, and there's always data on both sides of the aisle for everything to support your claim um, or any claim that you're trying to make. But, but that's, I would say that's where in, that my background in history lies and that's where that came from. What made you transition from medical sales into back into politics? Sure. So um, I went from medical sales to starting my own company in the medical industry that my husband and I now work together. Um, I, I, I always envisioned myself working for myself. I was, very success I was a very successful sales rep, so it got to a point where I said, okay, it's time to do this for myself. So uh, I branched out and, and took that leap of faith. And so fortunately, we've been successful, and here we are 10 plus years later. But the politics came from, so when I started Parents Against Mandates, it forced me to get um, in front of school leaders and different leaders. Uh, I met different senators and state reps because I was realizing a lot of what was going on. I had to connect with my, my state rep, my senator, and uh, my commissioner and people that were in charge of these decisions and that could essentially try to help move the needle in the direction we were trying to get it to go. And so I was getting to a point where I, I almost felt like I was hitting my head on a brick wall. You know, we have uh, very well-intentioned senators and, and state representatives, but when you have a governor who's ultimately in charge that can veto anything she wants, it's very hard to get anything passed or to get every, anything moving. And so that's what really opened my eyes and made me realize, holy cow, we have to get the right people in these positions of power and authority making decisions on our behalf on our because that's who controls ultimately what we do in our day-to-day -day lives essentially right our laws and our policies here in Michigan are all instilled by these senators these house reps and ultimately the governor so that's when I said okay you know what maybe it's time to take it a step further more than just parents against mandates and really try to get involved in the policy making because we didn't really have a voice for our views and our values and what we stood for. Monica, what made you decide, pick the position of county commissioner rather than a state senator or state rep, something like that? Of course. And, and also, what, what are the responsibilities of a county commissioner? Because yeah. it's a more um, kind of background position that people don't see as, as often. Of course, yeah. And, and I'm glad you touched on that because the county commission, I realize it's 
it's kind of like this invisible layer of government that nobody really thinks about, but um, they, they are powerful and they hold a lot of leverage if you live in that county. So that's, that would be our Oakland County Commission. And so they handle all the policymaking for Oakland County. They, they control the entire county budget. So wherever money is going in and out, that's up to them. That's for them to vote on. And so that's essentially what, you know, what they do. They do, they're also involved in public health and safety, and they also handle legislative affairs and they control the funding for our police as well. And so the reason I chose the commission was because, um, well, if I'm being very frank, it's, it's more doable in my situation, running a full-time business and having three young kids. It's not essentially full-time per se. So it's doable. And at the same time, I realized um, when I was speaking at these board of commissioner meetings, they had the power to go to the health director and the county executive and say, hey, our constituents are unhappy and we need to find a different solution here. But that wasn't being done. And so that made me feel like, okay, we need a voice that represents these parents because this parent movement, it's growing because these parents realized, holy cow, I don't want to ever be in this situation again where I'm not the one parenting my child. Someone's controlling how I control my child. And that's how this came about. Can you tell me more about your experience going in front of the board and, and talking to them and them being not, not as receptive as you would have liked? Absolutely. So the board has a chairman. That chairman currently is, uh, excuse me, currently is um, David Woodward, who is a Democrat. So the majority, Democrats have the majority on the commission right now, 11 to 10. And so in that instance, it would be a Democrat that would be the chairman. And so you get three minutes to speak publicly. You have three minutes to make public comment at any uh, board of commission meeting. And also they have ca caucus meetings if you want to go do like a public health and safety meeting or a legislative affairs meeting, and so they give you three minutes to speak and ask questions. Um, we weren't really, you know, like you touched on, they weren't really being receptive, and they weren't really, we weren't really being heard. They were kind of just trying to get the three minutes over with and get on to the next person and so on and so forth, because there were so many of us that wanted to speak. And so the chairman um, just would take a lot of recesses. He'd use his gavel a lot to get loud and kind of get us quiet and almost like we were children ourselves. And so he ran the room and the meetings really in a, a very authoritarian style, like, hey, I'm in charge and you're going to listen to me. And if you don't sit down and be quiet, I'm going to recess. So you guys can't get up and make your public comments. And so that's what we were dealing. It was very volatile. Do you see yourself as kind of a one-issue person or, or what are some of the other things you want to focus on when you once you get elected? Yeah, absolutely. Multiple issues. I'm all for less government, less taxes. I, you know, I want the people to be able to govern themselves with a smaller type government overseeing everything that we're doing. Um, it is the people that elects the government. So it's really the people that should be in charge. Uh, I'm all for not mandating anything. People should have the right to choose what they consider to be safe for them and for their family and make that decision based on what they decide on in their home. So I'm all for medical choice, medical freedom, freedom of choice on essentially anything um, as long as it's, you know, within safe boundaries. Um, I, also, I also believe that um, parents should have parental autonomy over their children. So nobody should really step in and say, this is how I think you should parent your children. I don't agree with the Democrats when they say that children belong to society. Children belong to their parents and to their families. So there's definitely a lot of multiple issues, or excuse me, multiple issues to touch on, especially all the COVID restrictions and everything that was going on with COVID um, that included some of the mandates. But I want to try to not put all my focus, but a lot of my focus on setting up 
you know, at least my district and hopefully all of Oakland County to not be in a situation where they're forced to do something that they don't want to do. Now this, you put a lot of emphasis on family. Yes. And you're Chaldean, obviously. Yes. Can you tell me where that sort of came from in your life and how you, how you came to value your family so much? Absolutely. So family was always so important to my parents. They both come from big families. And so I have a lot of aunts and uncles. I have a lot of cousins. I, um, I only have two siblings myself or three girls, but I just love being with my family. It's something that was instilled in us from when I was very young. My parents risked their lives to come here for their family, for, to have a better life for their family and give opportunity to my sisters and I. So the family unit is so important. And right now, um, I truly feel that it's under attack. You know, there's a lot of different, very far left Democrat initiatives that are attacking the family unit. And, um, you know, you've got the LGBT initiatives, you've got the BLM initiatives, and they're really hyper-focused on abortion. They want it to be completely legal up until nine months. And so these are the things that I don't agree with. I personally think that um, we should find ways to make it easier for people to get married, make it easier for people to have children. And I don't think that we should be legalizing abortion or supporting Planned Parenthood in Oakland County and giving them funding to support these abortions. So I think the family unit's extremely important. Monica, how important is, is your faith in your life? It's extremely important. It guides me and it helped me make the decision to run, to be quite frank. It's not, a, it's not an easy decision to make, especially when you're a small business owner. You know, you have a house and a husband and three children to take care of. And my children have, have always been my priority. And I knew before making this decision that if I chose to do this, um, it was going to take away from family time, which was something that was extremely important to me. And I, I prioritized that very highly in my life. Uh, but a lot of praying on it and just using my faith to guide me, I knew that this this was something I had to do for my children to in, ensure their future, to ensure that they could have the opportunities and the liberties that I had growing up that my parents get handed off to me. I really want to be able to hand that off to them because there's a, a huge part of me that if I'm not able to do that, feels very guilty. Now, I want to talk about um, Chaldeans in politics in general. Obviously, someone you know very well, Clint Casto, um, who made it to Lansing. He did. One of one of very few, mm-hmm. uh, I think. What is the current situation with Chaldeans and political engagement? Um, do you see any movements or trends? And would you like to see more Chaldeans in office? Clint Casto did a wonderful job, and that's why he made it to Lansing. And so I'd like to see more of that, especially with women. I know... Um, I don't know anyone else besides myself. I think I'm the first. And I'm really hoping to inspire more women to get involved because I've had conversations with very intelligent women who could do what I'm doing. But again, a lot of us, we have young kids or we have kids in general. And so some women are afraid to step up and take away from that. But I'd, I'd like to see more people get involved. And, and that's one of, my, one of the things I'm trying to focus on on my campaign as well is trying to engage our youth and our younger parents um, I think now more than ever, they are our younger generation is waking up and realizing how important politics are, especially now that it's affecting our daily activities and day-to-day lives. And so I would definitely like to see more people get involved, especially uh, to a greater extent like myself, to actually run for polit- political office. That would be great because Chaldeans in general, we tend to hold more conservative values. 
And I'd like to see more conservative values go into not just Oakland County, but Michigan in general, but especially Oakland County, because Oakland County just five years ago used to be extremely conservative and very red. And we're slowly losing that grip and we're going the complete opposite direction. So I would absolutely love to see more people get involved. Monica, can you tell me more about your parents and their story? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, they both came from Iraq. My dad made it here safe and sound, just a straight shot. My mom's family had a little bit more of a difficult time. They got stuck in Egypt for a couple of years and then made their way here. But I will tell you, they came here legally with all their paperwork, um, which is uh, the way to come when you want to come here. And so they came here, and they came here with nothing, to be honest with you. And so they had a lot back home, but you know, when, you're trying, when you were back home and trying to get away, it was a huge red flag if you were to take out a lot of money from your bank accounts. So they really couldn't take much with them. So they kind of had to just slip out, make it to America safely. And if you could pass that hurdle, then you have the hurdle of just starting completely fresh. So they both started from a blank slate. My dad owned, um, uh, his family got into supermarkets. So that's how they started off. And my parents met young and, and they married and uh, they had us. But all my life, my dad was a business owner. My mom... Um, my mom t- essentially owns her own business. She's a manicurist, so she works for herself, but she works for salons as well, but she's always managed her own book and ran her own business in, in that sense. So I'm pretty sure that's where I got that from because I knew growing up, you know, if you asked me when I was five or 10 years old and someone would say, what do you want to be when you grow up? I would say, I want to be a police officer. But as I got older and I understood more and I said, I don't know, I don't want to work for anybody. I want to work for myself. And so here I am and and that's how I got here. It definitely came from my parents. Now, Monica, you're in uh, running for Oakland County Commissioner of District 12. Where, what uh, area does that cover? What towns? Sure. So it covers all of Commerce, all of Wolverine Lake, and it will cover a large chunk of Waterford and a large chunk of uh, White Lake. Okay. And where, where, do, where do you come from? I come from Commerce. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I actually grew up in West Bloomfield, and when I got married, I moved to Commerce with my husband, Randy, and our three kids. You know, I would just like to mention, I know a lot of people have, you know, lost faith in the election system, and that's something that a lot of good uh, senators and state reps are working on. It's uh, transparency and accountability are one of the issues, or two of the issues I want to tackle with my campaign. And so just, um, if anything, I want to instill in people, even though things seem dire right now, that there are good people that want to come in and try to fix these things and, and do good. And I'm one of those people, you know, I see myself as the face of a parental movement that is going on very strong right now. So uh, I just encourage people to just try to get involved. It's very important and, and to just more than anything, have faith. Thank you, Monica, so much for being here. And for all of our listeners, you can go to voteyatuma.com to find more information about her. Also, you can find me on Facebook. It's Monica Yatuma, Monica Yatuma for uh, Oakland County Commission. And I'm also on Instagram as well. So there's two social media platforms as well as the website. All right. Thank you so much, Monica.